Hello, and welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma podcast, where we'll go over just how important punctuation is. Today, we are focusing on three common errors, missing a comma after an introductory element, no comma or comma splice in a compound sentence, and to tailor off for the second one, we will talk about the two types of run-on sentences. These are all inspired by my personal writing, where they have occurred multiple times in my academic career. The examples will not be for my own text. They will be made up to show and teach future students on how to correct these mistakes. So let's get started with the first mistake. Missing a comma after an introductory element. Introductory elements do not always require a comma. The situations where you should use a comma, though, include after an introductory clause, after a long introductory prepositional phrase, or more than one introductory prepositional phrase, after introductory verbal phrases, some appositive phrases or absolute phrases, if there's a distinct pause and to avoid confusion. So there's actually quite a few reasons to include a comma after an introductory element. To show a situation and the ruling behind it, we are going to look at the first of the reasons being the introductory clauses. Introductory clauses are independent clauses that provide background information or set the stage for main the main part of the sentence. The independent clause, um, these clauses typically start off with adverbs like after, although, as, because, before, it, or if, since, though, until, when, and many more. An example of this situation, the sentence is, if they want to compete, comma, athletes will have to train hard every day. So the if they want to compete portion is the introductory dependent clause, which sets up the main clause, athletes will have to train hard every day. With there being a lot of reasons to include a comma, there are also situations to not use a comma. These reasons include after a brief prepositional phrase, after a restrictive positive phrase, and to separate the subject from the predicate. The example in sentences to ski is exhilarating. You do not want a comma after the word ski because the infinitive is a noun, not a modifier. Therefore, it would not sound right. The second mistake we're going to go over is the no comma slash comma splice in a compound sentence. When you're joining two independent clauses, complete sentences, with a coordinating conjunction or otherwise known as fanboys, the and, but, or, nor, for, so, yet, you must place a comma before the coordinating conjunction. Often people either forget a comma or forget the coordinating conjunction. If you forget the conjunction but have the comma, this is a comma splice. If you use a semicolon, then you don't need, uh, then you do not need the conjunction. The example sentence is, I was exhausted from doing homework online, comma, but I had to finish my finals anyways. If you had not placed the but in there after the comma, then you would have ended up with a comma splice, unless you wrote it as, I was exhausted from doing homework online, semicolon, I had to finish my finals anyways. If you forget both uh, the comma, semicolon, or the coordinating conjunction, you'll end up with a fused sentence. An example of this is, my brother just graduated from high school, he will attend Skagit Valley College. There should be a, a comma and after school, so it should sound like, my brother just graduated from high school, 
comma, and he will attend Skagit Valley College. What is interesting about this, though, is you do not need a comma if you're just combining two nouns or verbs. An example of this is, I like baseball and football, versus I like baseball, comma, and I like football. But you don't necessarily need the comma in the end if you write it how I spoke it the first way. The first way. Now, the third mistake we're going to go on to are run-on sentences. There are two types of run-on sentences, which we've already mentioned which occurred due to a lack of punctuation in a compound sentence. A run-on sentence is when two or more independent clauses are not joined correctly. <clears throat> the two types are few sentences and comma splices. To go further in depth on what we mentioned earlier, few sentences are, in, are when independent clauses run together with no marks of punctuation or coordinating conjunctions to separate them. Another example of a few sentences my coach watched my swing. He said it was great. There are two ind- independent clauses that break before he. To revise this sentence, there are many options such as a comma, a semicolon. You could separate the independent clauses. Um, restructure the sentence by subordinating in one of the clauses. And that's it. There are, These are the same solutions for a comma splice. Comma splice is when... Two or more independent clauses are joined by a comma. For another example, this, my dog barked loudly, comma, I figured he wanted to go outside. You should have rewrote that as, my dog barked loudly, comma, and I figured he wanted to go outside. So, those are the three mistakes we have chosen for today's podcast. Um, remember that after an introductory element there's quite a few reasons to include one so you could play it safe and try and include that um compound sentences when in doubt just break them up in two different sentences and then run on sentences if if you feel like you've spoken too much you know maybe you need a comma or to break the sentences up uh, the big bibliography for this podcast um, the information was gathered from this podcast was from al purdue uh, classroom textbooks, which is working with words, a handbook for media writers and editors, and Excelsior Writing Lab. Thank you for joining us on Let's Eat Grandma's podcast.